Hey friend, welcome to On The Daily. I'm your host, Danielle McCleary, and I am a quantum business coach. I'm the host of this podcast. I'm a multi six-figure entrepreneur, co-founder and president of HypeU Media and CEO of Danielle On The Daily Coaching. What I'm really interested in is helping you live a life and have a business that is a full body yes. So through all of my education and all of my experience, I'm bringing you two episodes a week where I will guide you and give you the tools necessary to scale a massive, sustainable, and sexy business using your intuition, wealth energetics, and human design. What we can call it is business biohacking. So if you're down for that, then I say let's frickin' go. I'm so glad you're here. On the Daily Family, I have an interview for you, and um, this is a really exciting one because not only has this incredible human become such a good friend of mine, but she is also one of my mastermind clients, and um, her name is Olivia Nelson, and she is here, and we are going to talk all things entrepreneurship. So welcome to On the Daily. I'm so happy you're here. I am so honored and happy to be here. It's fun because she was actually just on, if you heard our episode um, with my mastermind chat um, about the Rihanna performance, you were on that episode as well. And we kind of got talking in the mastermind group about, I don't even remember what we were talking about that day. And I was like, you should come on and we should do a solo episode. Like this should be something that we expand on. And so it's fun that we're like, we're here. (laughs) So tell me, you... Had you, okay, so prior to signing up, you're in my Launch with Power Mastermind, which is, it's my entrepreneurship mastermind for people who are like looking to launch and scale businesses. And had you ever been a part of a mastermind before like this? No, no, I'd never been a part of really anything like this. I mean, um, definitely not a paid space. I'd been in spaces with other entrepreneurs, but nothing that I had like invested in. And that really put me around people that, were introduced to me by someone who had been in other spaces. And so it was just, it's been really cool to get to know the ladies and gentlemen inside of there. Yeah, you, okay. So yeah, cause you, well, first of all, tell everybody like there's a lot of, there's a lot of colors of Olivia Nelson. So tell us all the things, all the things that you do. Cause you are a true, she's a manifesting generator in human design. And like when I say that she is a true definition of a multi-passionate person, she is a true definition of a multi-passionate person. So tell us like all of the businesses that you run. Yeah, it's been really like, especially over the past few months, just listening to you on your podcast and then prior to getting into the mastermind, learning more about my human design has really, like you say, just brought it home for me because so after college, I had no idea what I wanted to do. So I feel like I did all the things and I was a flight attendant for a few years. I stopped doing that when I lost both of my parents. So I went through some tragedy and all along the way, I just remember feeling like this anxiety with, within me because I was part of a corporate environment and in, you know, in aviation. And I, I loved it. it. It's a true, a truly great career for someone who is a manifesting generator who just wants to bop all over the world. And also, you're very restricted and you're, you're still a part of a corporate environment. And so um, I had this feeling inside me, like there is something more that I'm supposed to do. And I was really kind of pushed into that after my parents passed away. I don't have a college degree. So I had that moment of panic where I'm like, what am I going to do? I know the lifestyle I want to live. 
And I know that I don't have a degree. So how am I going to make this happen? And I'd always dreamed of opening a boutique. And so it's exactly what I did. I figured out how to do that. I worked in retail for a little bit. I started this little online children's boutique that kind of exploded and snowballed me into opening a brick and mortar that grew to a six figure brick and mortar boutique in the middle of a pandemic. And um, I really just like hustled through all of that. And then during that, I was introduced to a network marketing company and I started a network marketing business. And that was the first time where I was put into, you know, an environment of true mentorship, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, as a brick and mortar business owner, I was in business for myself and by myself. And I was so used to figuring all the things out all by myself. And I was really craving mentorship. So I started this network marketing business. So as I started really just learning about the network marketing business model, that opened a lot of, um, a lot of my mind to some other business models that were out there that could create some passive streams of earnings or residual streams of earnings, which got me thinking about real estate investing. And was this like during the pandemic that you were like learning all of this too? Yeah. Yeah. Right in the middle of it. So we actually, when we decided, and this is just kind of how I do things and thank God that my husband is the way that he is. He's so easygoing. He's so down to earth. And basically when I have an idea that I want to run with, he's just like, okay, how can I support you? And so in the middle, let's see, 2021, I decided early 2021 that I wanted to sell our house and start investing in real estate. And whatever we did next, I wanted it to make us money rather than cost us money. So I think we officially made this decision like early June. And then our house was on the market in September. (laughs) And then we left for Greece for 10 days um, because that was our one year anniversary. And like we hadn't taken a honeymoon yet because of the pandemic. Um, So we went to Greece for 10 days. And probably like halfway through the trip, the property that we now own popped on the market. And so I texted my realtor and honestly, it seemed like a stretch for me at the time because it's a triplex house. It was originally built as like a six bedroom, single family home by a doctor. And then Mm. somewhere along the way, it had split been split into three units. And so, you know, that price point was something certainly for a first, first or second home, I never thought I would invest in. Um, but we went to see it. All the all the cards just really aligned, and my husband wasn't scared, so we did it. And now we own this really cool property that's split into three units, and it has a pool, and it's really awesome. And so you guys live in one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're doing what's called house hacking. So really, the way it's set up, it's set up perfectly because we live in a two bedroom. It's just me, my husband, and we have a three year old, and then we have two other units. One of them we um, use as a long term rental for. Mm-hmm it's still long-term rental. And then the other unit we renovated completely and it's a really cool Airbnb and it has some really neat vintage touches to it. I mean, we really, we didn't have to do that much to it. We, you know, did some of the basics like flooring and painting and all of those things, but it had some really cool like vintage features inside already that were literally from the year it was built, which I think was 1960. And so the tile work in the bathrooms are all original. It had this massive um, steel tub or something like that. And, um, 
It's got like a vintage blue toilet. It's just, it's really cool. And we were able to like put our modern touches on it, but it's really beautiful. And so we started Airbnb that out. That's amazing. That's like, it's like a cool mid-century like rental. Yes. Mid-century modern was very, like very much the inspiration. So cool. Okay. So, so you rent that out, you rent out a long-term rental. So you're earning income on two properties. You pay you, then that pays for yours. And Mm -hmm. then you also have a network marketing business and you have recently started a coaching business as well. Yes. Yeah. I'm very excited about it. Yeah. Tell me about it. Like, and you actually, this is cool because when you started with me in the mastermind, you hadn't even considered, like you came to the mastermind to, for your Airbnb business. Like you came to the mastermind to like learn how to scale like in that way. And so coaching wasn't even on your radar at that point, right? Yeah. Well, sort of. So I came to you with another, like I do have, I have this entire empire in mind that I want to create. And I can't get too much into the full vision, but it starts with me really starting to brand myself. And so when I came to you, I was trying to figure out how this huge vision that I have that really is, it's further down the road, but I'm never going to say that it's like so far down the road that I'm not ready to like start moving on it. Because when I get an idea and I think you have any kind of business idea, you have to move on it. Mm -hmm. So I was trying to figure out how this, like, how was I going to get started in this? Because the long-term goal is going to take a lot of capital. It's going to take an established brand already. And so I was ready to start putting the pieces together toward that. So I got into the mastermind and, you know, a lot of that involves my real estate business and just who I am as a person and, and what I believe in, which is entrepreneurship and Mm -hmm. showing people that there are ways to move their lives toward the lifestyle that they dream of. And that's, that usually requires some level of entrepreneurship. And so I decided to take the leap into the mastermind, but it wasn't without hesitation there for a second. Talk about that. Like there, you know what, there's so many people that, and I know that you know this, like you said, like you even just said, when you get a business idea, you have to jump. And like, I don't think MGs don't realize this, but like most people like don't actually feel that. Like they get an idea and they sit on it forever and ever and ever and ever. And they let it like, just like weigh on them. And so I really would like to talk about your thought process because I think even the fact that you're like, yeah, when you get an idea, you have to jump on it. And oh, that didn't come without hesitation. Like, let's talk about your thought process on that. Cause they, I feel like there are a lot of people who don't feel that way. Yeah. Or at least not yet. <laughs> And that's been a big thing for me to be learning lately because for the longest time, I would be like, well, why the heck are you not just moving? And why isn't everyone doing things the way I am doing them? Mm -hmm. Because I am like in my network marketing business, I am helping entrepreneurs to build a business, right? So that that was the first part of it. Network marketing is absolutely entrepreneurship with training wheels. Like it is absolutely a business in a box. And like, I will maintain this until like, even if I am not like actively building a network marketing business anymore, like that is absolutely the catalyst for everything else I've done in my life. Like I will maintain that until the day I die. (laughs) Continue. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, coming from a brick and mortar boutique where I was literally there by myself doing it all, I was like, oh, this is actually genius. And Mm -hmm. this is an opportunity for me 
to share what I know with people. I thought that that's what I was going to be. I've always wanted to be a leader. And so when I opened this store and I start hiring employees, I was like, yay, I'm going to have this girl gang of people that really want to help me grow this business. And then they actually just want to come to work and check the box and then sign off. And I started to realize that that wasn't going to be the opportunity for me to actually share what I know. And that's really propelled me into this whole coaching opportunity. Mm-hmm. When I think we had a conversation on Instagram, I bought your secret offer. And I think I was asking you, can the secret offer be applied to masterminds? And oh, you're yeah. like, no, yeah. but you should, you should get into the mastermind because you just should. And I told you, I legitimately can't right now because it was Christmas and, mm-hmm. you know, there's just things felt, re- well, I will say things felt really tight. I mean, I live in Indiana. We have an Airbnb and it's the holiday season. So it's not like people are just booking the Airbnb out. And for the past, really our our model starting this Airbnb was not to have a lot of like turnover. It was to have a place for people because we have a lot of development happening in our city. And so there's a lot of business travelers here that need to come and stay for a month. And that works out best for our family because we really don't want to be just turning over the unit and have all Mm -hmm. these random people. We want people who we had some traveling nurses, we had some um, just business travelers come and stay. And most of them stayed at least a month, if not longer. Cool. And so, yeah, but holiday season that, you know, people aren't traveling as much. And so things were a little bit down. And I, my response to you, even knowing how you coach and knowing that like, I'm not afraid to invest in this mastermind. But I legitimately can't is what I said. So the next day we got like kind of a surprise booking and I was, it actually was almost the exact amount that you needed for the mastermind and like when the universe speaks to you. (laughs) So I was like in that. And to me, you know, when I say things are tight, that felt like, okay, things are tight and now they're just a little less tight. And I think that that's what most people can do. They can continue justifying why they're not making, they're not taking the leap. And I could have done that. And then I caught myself and I had to think like, I was not expecting this booking and here it is. And now if I really wanted to, I would be in the same position, except I would be putting myself into a space where I just know that I need to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's so crazy because you, you really like, and I remember that conversation because you were like, well, let me, I mean, let me see, let me see what I can, let me see what can I can do. And you're like, I it literally can't happen, but let me see what I can do. And then you did, you came back to me like 48 hours later and you were like, you're never going to guess what happened. Like it, the, the craziest thing just happened. And I think my response was probably like, that's not that crazy. Actually, that's like, that actually makes perfect sense because you had like, put that frequency out that said like, I want this. And the universe was like, okay, well, here you go. Like, what are you going to do with it? So like you jumped in and then you within, it wasn't even very long. It was only within a couple of weeks you decided that you wanted to do coaching. So what was that? What was that, I guess, evolution like? Well, I had been following your journey. And so I knew that you had a coaching business and 
in my mind, it's not that I was like resistant to it, but I thought, okay, I know that this is what Danielle does. I don't know that I would do something like exactly. And not that I'm going to be doing exactly what you're doing. I also think there was a lot of like fear. When I first got into the container, my biggest fear was starting to put out content that was similar to like the things I was learning from you and that you would see them and be like, she's saying all the things that I'm saying. (laughs) And then I was like, I guess that's the point. Like I'm learning these lessons and I'm supposed to share what I'm learning. Of course, in my own voice and as it applies to me and my experiences. Mm -hmm. Oh, I think you just like, you just nailed it on the head because I think that's a lot of the reason why people don't invest into things. A, what you said about like feeling like they can't and like just because they get a little bit more money, they're like, oh my gosh, like I still can't. And it's like, can't you, can you not? Because I've been in that position before. Gosh, when I've invested in some of my, the programs I've invested in or like in my mentorship, like I had no business re-signing with my mentor like over the last couple of months considering like we just moved into this house and we just like, I mean, I'm pretty sure my designer has put like $40,000 on my Amex in the last like two weeks. Like it's insane. And I have no business. <laughs> like if, if it's on paper and with a logical brain, I have no business. But like to your credit, what you said is there is a point where you go, I am not going to grow in the way that I desire to grow unless I have support. And it's not like I need permission. It's not like I need validation. It is literally, I need support from someone who can see my blind spots very, very head on. And I think that you jumping into the mastermind, even though you were like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. Like, and then what that did for you almost immediately is like it expanded your belief so big that you were like, oh, I actually could do this. Like, this is actually, and you said it, you were like, I really want to like have this girl gang of people that I can like, you know, add value to and like teach and like grow. And, you know, you do that obviously in network marketing in a different capacity. And so it's like, it really does make sense for you to do this in, you know, a coaching space and you do have a lot to offer and your, what you know is not solely based on what you know in network marketing. Like you also know a lot about real estate and you know a lot about, you also know a lot about mindset now. And, you know, the fact that you, you can coach people how to like feel that pull and jump is a really big deal. So yeah, I think that holds a lot of people back when they're, you know, they're like, well, if I get in there and all I'm doing is like regurgitating what I'm learning and it's like, well, if you're regurg- just regurgitating what you're learning, like I'm probably going to say something to you, but not in, like, and we're probably going to have a conversation about it, like in the mastermind or in the container. But ultimately that's not what happens. What happens is you learn, you embody it in your own way. And then it's nothing that you've never thought before. It's nothing that you never knew. It's just that, you know, by being in a space like a mastermind, and I want you to talk about like your experience in the mastermind, but like, I think when I'm in masterminds, it's like you get it. What it does is it helps refine your vision a little bit. And it helps like, it helps you almost go, yeah, like, I, I can speak to this and this is something that I know and it almost helps you like embody it quicker. It collapses the time. Like I crawled through a lot of this shit in my life. Like I've, I've been crawling trying to figure this out. So when I create containers, I crawled so that you can run. Like that's ultimately why, you know, coaching is so powerful in my opinion. But tell me like what, 
over the last eight weeks, because you actually, we can talk about, we'll talk about that too. Like you actually extended in this mastermind, like you're continuing on. So like, tell me what has that experience been like? Like what, what has that done for your mindset, for your businesses, like all the things? Yeah. Well, first thing is I was at a point when I signed on to your first mastermind in my mind where I was like, I don't ever want to be at the end of the year around Christmas telling someone I legitimately can't shell out a thousand dollars that I know is worth it. Like a thousand dollars really in the grand scheme of things for someone that's operated a a full brick and mortar, like that's not that much money. Right. I know that people have to come to that on their own. And when your money is moving in your business, like that's not that much. Um, And then I did resign. And what's cool is I I'd made the decision to resign and I then and told you, I think on an, another conversation we had was that my husband actually got a raise and his raise was the exact amount monthly that I needed for the mastermind to continue on. So that was really, and I think your response was, of course, mm-hmm. which is another thing that I've been learning. And then as far as just being in the container, like you said, it's just, it's getting to share what I'm learning and sharing my perspective. And then hearing so many other people's different perspectives that really just kind of starts to like when you're being poured into from people all over the world who have all these different experiences, you, what you learn and what you can now start to share with other people is, it's really incredible. And so I also just having as close proximity to you as I get to have in the mastermind, I mean, private mentorship is definitely on my radar. And it's a, a huge goal of mine to be able to be in a private mentorship container. So I'm, I can't give up that proximity. Like it's just mm-hmm. not, it's not even. I know. I always say that. I'm like, that's not even a question like that. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Tell me about like your, so you've, you launched your coaching business, which like y'all I'm going to, we're going to put her handle in the in the show notes, but your branding is amazing. It's so beautiful. Uh, how's it been going? Like, what are some things you're learning along the way? If you feel like sharing any lessons? Yeah, it's been amazing. I feel like I'm finding my voice. And I, I remember saying like one of the first things I said into our mastermind group was, I feel like I don't know who I am. I don't know how to share what I'm like actually thinking and put it into words. And I think one of the first things you said back to me was, you know, exactly who you are. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, oh yeah, I do. You're right. And I just have to like keep learning and digging into that and practicing. And so the entire, the entire business building of this coaching business has felt just very fun. And like, I'm just playing around and there's not a lot of, I mean, first of all, there's not a lot of overhead. So it's the first time in my career as an entrepreneur that I've been able to just like have fun with something and not have to really worry about investing so much personally into it Mm -hmm. as far as money goes. However, like I still believe in investing into it. And so that's Mm -hmm. where the coaching comes in and the masterminds. Mm -hmm. And I know that that's going to propel my business forward so much. It's also the first time I really focused on building my personal brand, which is something that I feel like you had really just nailed into my head on your listening to your podcast is Mm -hmm. your personal brand is king. And for the longest time, I was trying to figure out what that meant or how that, how that was going to play out for me because 
I also was coming from hearing other people say like, oh, attraction marketing, unless you're already an influencer, attraction marketing doesn't really work. And what I've learned is like, I don't have that big of a following, but I have a very loyal community. And as long as I'm pouring into the people on in my community mm-hmm. and just sharing what I know and loving on them and serving them, that creates loyalty, that creates fans. And mm-hmm. you don't, I, I did a post the other day, like a hundred loyal fans is better than 10,000 followers. A hundred percent. I mean, when I really switched my content and I like really dove into like coaching, my engagement went way down, like way down. Like I used to get hundred thousand views on reels and cause I was chasing trends and I was doing like the popular thing. Right. And then mm-hmm. when I started to like really think about like, what am I actually saying here? And like, when I really started to get clear on like my message and what I was building, yeah, engagement went way down, but sales went way up. And it's because like, yeah, a hundred thousand down or a hundred thousand views on a reel is nice. But if I have a hundred people buy a $77 masterclass, it's pretty good. That's <laughs> pretty good. You know, I get one person who jumps into a three month container with me for $15,000. That's, that's great. You know, and it's, it really became less about like popular and more about like, I'm just going to put out the content that like my voice, that my voice wants and trust mm-hmm. that the right people are going to come. And I really feel like when I look at your Instagram these days, I'm like, she really, like you really are like leaning into just what you want to say and how you want to say it. And like the engagement that you're getting, like the comments and the people that are like, and you've said in the mastermind, like people are really responding well to this, this like really honest between the eyes, Olivia, who's just not afraid of, you know, saying it how it is. And I think it's really powerful. I think that that's like, that's what coaching is, right? It's the ability to mirror back to somebody. And also like you give a lot of advice inside of the mastermind. Talk about that too. Like, cause that's also, I think the power of a mastermind that a lot of people don't realize is like, especially if you're a coach or trying to be in the coaching space, being a part of a mastermind is actually a really good like launch pad for you. Cause you really do get to kind of flex that coaching muscle. A little bit, right? Yeah, it's really fun when someone, you know, says something and you're like, I I actually have an answer for this. And a lot of it is again, like just like I've been very focused on healing and you know, learning and putting myself into spaces where people are saying things that give me a reframe. It's just mm-hmm. that's really what it is. And so I love helping other people also have those reframes. And and back to what you said about kind of the content I've been putting out lately, I struggled with that so much last year. I can't tell you how many times I went to my mentor and said, I just, I feel like when I share things, I sound like such an asshole and I don't Mm -hmm. want people to think I'm an asshole. (laughs) And it's, it's really been like this reframe of like, I'm not, I know what I'm sharing and why I want to share it is, is for good. Mm -hmm. And I'm tired. I was, I got really tired of trying to like water down everything and like not rock the boat that I just decided that I was done. Not like not, not rocking the boat. And I'm just going to say what I need. And the people that need to hear it are going to hear it. And the people that need to hear it that are triggered by it 
mm-hmm. they'll be triggered by it. And then maybe they'll learn something from it. And then maybe, you know, it will be helpful for them in their life. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, and you're so right. Like what's meant for people can't miss them. Right. And so like I have a, a private client who we were talking the other day and she's like, it's so crazy because like I have these people that I, w- I never would have even known or watching my content that are like messaging me and telling me how awesome it is to see like my growth. And she goes, but it's crazy because, and she told me that, you know, when I first started my coaching business, like she wasn't paying attention to my content. She's like, I didn't unfollow you or anything, but it just like wasn't resonating with me. So like I never paid attention. I just like would scroll through, I would swipe past your stories, but then now she's, one of my private clients. And it's like, it is, it's a, it's a thing. Like when, when people need it, they will find your content. And I think the other day you posted something that was really cool and you talked about triggers and you were like, you know, what is a trigger? Like a trigger is just a sign that like something needs to heal. And like, I always say that I'm like, triggers are not real. Like triggers are not real. Triggers are literally triggers and jealousy. They're not real, right? Like if I'm triggered, that's because there's something inside of me that needs to heal deeper. And like, I'm projecting that insecurity onto somebody else and jealousy. I'm grateful when I'm jealous because when I'm jealous of someone's life, like I'm like, Oh, okay. That's my, that's my intuition being like, let's do that. Let's go get that. And so I get really, I used to get so triggered when I would be jealous of someone and it would come off in this like really weird, like snarky way. And then once I realized that like jealousy is actually a gift, I was like, oh, wait, I'm feeling kind of jealous about this. Well, maybe I want that. Like, maybe that's what I want. And it really, that reframe alone is, I think, I mean, I think it's life-changing in a business. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I can't, I can't tell you how many things you have posted that have triggered me, not in a way that made me mad or not in a way that felt mean, but I was just like, it's kind of like a punch in the gut. And that really came that, that I think it was a story that I shared came after someone came into my DMs and said, Hey, don't you feel like what you just shared is really mean? And I was like, I don't feel like it's mean. I feel like maybe it triggered you a little bit. And just because something triggers you doesn't make it mean. Right. It's like an invitation to like, oh, well, why am I triggered by this? Like, what is it about this? This happened a lot to me during the pandemic. <laughs> this happened a lot to me during the pandemic. I um, was not an alarmist during the pandemic and living in LA, that was a big no-no. And I was not an alarmist. I mean, we weren't like reckless and I definitely like would stay home if I didn't feel good. But like we went to Mexico <laughs> And we went to Nashville and I use that time as an empty airport. I'm going to go. Like if, if there's an empty airport, I'm traveling. I'm a Sagittarius. Like you don't have to ask me twice, but we were gone a lot. And I didn't let the outside world like infiltrate my, my thing. So I built my business. I, and at that time I was really building my network marketing business. And I was like, I was in it. I was building, I was traveling. I was having a great time. And somebody at one point did slide into my DMs and they're like, it's just like so insensitive. Like all you do is like, it's just like my business, my life, my travel. Like you don't really seem to care about anybody else. And I was like, my response to her was literally like, I'm so sorry that you feel that way. And you don't clearly know me at all. 
Because if you did, you would know that that's not true. And what seems like is happening here is I'm triggering you. And what I'm going to invite you to do is take a deeper look at that and actually figure out like, why am I triggering you? Is it because I'm living my life in a way that you wish you could? Because I'm here to tell you like, you absolutely can. And then I like left it and she didn't respond, but she still watches every story that I post. So yeah, <laughs> <I know>. exactly. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> okay. So tell me like, what's before we kind of like wrap this up, what do you think are like the biggest ahas you've had in the last eight weeks since starting our work together? Like not even like ahas I've given you, but like just in general, maybe like just like the biggest things you've learned. Yeah. I, I came into the mastermind thinking this is going to be a really great way for me to kick off the year. And I have this, you know, these ideas floating around in my head and I really need support and I need to know, or I need to, you know, dig into how am I going to like connect the dots. And so it's going to be a great January and February. And then we'll see what happens from there. Like probably not going to, you know, I knew, I still knew that private mentorship was on my radar. And so I hadn't closed the gaps in my mind between what it was going to look like, like that journey from here to a private mentorship container and like investing and participate, like just getting to know you as a coach and Mm -hmm. getting to know the people inside the mastermind. So a big aha for me was when you started the ruling mastermind and it was an opportunity for me to stay in your world and also work, continue working towards that goal of being able to work with you one-on-one. And so that was a big aha moment for me. Like, okay, now the next step for me and the stretch for me is going to be understanding that this space has really served me and I don't want to be without it. And now the next step is going to be to, you know, participate in the ruling mastermind. And that is a little bit bigger of a monthly commitment. It's a monthly Mm -hmm. commitment. So there's that. And Um, and that's what we got to do. That was a big, that was a big one for me. Yeah. Like the belief, it's like the expansion of the belief. Like I, I, and I think this goes like, I used to think, I remember there was a time when I would be like, I thought making like $400,000 a year was like insane. Like I'd be like, that is not a possible, that's not, that's not real. And then you get into this space where you start meeting people and you start hearing of things like people making $100,000 a month, right? $400,000 a month. And then it's like your belief expands. And I think like to what you were saying, like you get into these containers where like masterminds are powerful because they're like vacuums, right? They're just these vacuums. And they're like every single person in there is there for a common goal of getting better, that's it. And so there isn't like time to feel bad about yourself. There isn't time to blame other people. There's not time to like justify your inaction. Like there just isn't any time for that. And I think what the biggest thing I've seen you go through is you came in very much like this is a start and finish commitment and I will learn what I can and then we'll see what happens. And yeah, I have seen you now like kind of morph into this, like, no, what I'm building is like long-term. Like I believe a hundred percent, I'm a hundred percent with you. And I believe in every fiber of my being, like what you are building right now, Olivia is going to have staying power. I know that I see it, but you're also making moves that back up that choice, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that the first week of the mastermind was 
I, I don't know if hard is the right word, but it was more, the most challenging for me because the first week was all about like healing and kind of like getting out of the masculine and going into the feminine and like not requiring validation from the outside world on the decisions we're making. And I remember that whole week being like, ah, if you could see me right now, I'm like shaking back and forth. Like I, it's not that I didn't think I had things to heal from. Clearly I did. Like it was actually very apparent to me why I was in the space. It wasn't actually about this massive empire I wanted to build, although it is, but it wasn't. It was about, I have some, like, I had a lot of healing to do. And also there was this, I'm ready to launch something with power right now. And that's where I was like the coaching business. And like within a week I had a landing page. And so I think that was another aha moment for me too, is like being in that space and being around people that are leaning into this, like leading their lives and their businesses with feminine energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You really did. Like you really that was pretty impressive. I was like, damn, she really just did that. She really just, she just launched right into that business. But, but that's the power of a mastermind. Like you really do get out of your own way really, really fast. You have no choice not to. Well, listen, I adore you. And I just think you're such a cool, cool human. And I'm uh, selfishly, I'm so happy that you're continuing on with me. And I like, I, I can just feel that like you are, you're, you and I are going to be in the same space for a long time. And so thank you for sharing all of that. I know you added so much value to people. And before I let you go, I just want you to give, like, if you have a piece of advice, like if there was like you a year ago, you two years ago, like there's somebody out there who is in your, what you, where you were at two years ago, what's like a big piece of advice you would give that person? Yeah, I think it would be just, you don't need anybody else's approval to make the moves that you want to make. And it's okay to make big moves in your life. It's okay to feel grateful for all that you have and also want so much more. And so really like, I I mean, I think the pandemic really shook everyone up and there's this like, I'm just grateful for what I have. And for some people, it really launched them. And for some people, it made them kind of shrink back into their comfort zone, especially coming out of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's okay to want more. And I just want everyone to know that. And it's just move, like take the next right step and start small and you, everything is out there for you. You just have to move. And that's on, that is on that period. Um, okay. Y'all. So we're posting her, um, handle in our show notes, go, uh, her Instagram, your jet set, Olivia on Instagram. Yes. 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 Go check her. Yeah. Go check her out. Go give her a follow. Her content's amazing. You're going to love it. And, um, I just can't thank you enough for sharing your time with me today. Thank you so much for having me. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.